Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. In the Biden administration, the Department of Homeland Security now apparently considers free speech as a terrorism threat. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, the Biden regime has done a lot of shocking things in the past year, but I think this should open eyes about what we're about to talk about. Yeah, and in fact, they just issued a terrorist advisory system bulletin warning of, quote, heightened threat environment nationwide. The wording on the DHS publication is so broad that it appears to include constitutionally protected free speech along with violent activity. Now, obviously, we are opposed to and condemn violent activity that has no place. But what has happened is apparently the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, stated that the National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin ultimately essentially covers uh, this free speech based upon the language itself. And we'll read the language, and you can, you can make your own determination. But he said that it includes an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis, and malinformation introduced and or uh, amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors who seek to exacerbate social friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence. You know, and this just goes to show you that they are so threatened by us talking about things like the truth about COVID and the shots and the mandates and even election, election integrity, um, things that are still going on across this country to show that that election was stolen. Things like that really threaten them. So they're coming out with this as a bullying tactic to try to shut us up and shut us down. Yeah, so there's an environment, heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, he says. This is part of the publication uh, involving false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories. Now, You know, you see that word conspiracy theories, the Wuhan origin of the virus being the Wuhan lab. When we pointed that out in 2020, Mm -hmm. oh, that's a conspiracy theory. That was the uh, response by the so-called, quote, fact checkers. Oh, it had to be done by natural origin. Well, you know what? Now what's happened is people are gravitating to what we said back in 2020, (laughs) that indeed it wasn't natural origin, but it likely originated in the Wuhan lab that received funding from Fauci and some of the other indirect ways that they were funding other entities that were eventually funding these gain-of-function studies. So the publication, this heightened threat of alert, uh, says, number one, here's some of the several factors. One, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. Let's just pause right yeah, there. Yeah, let's, let's unpack that for a minute. That's really good. The false or misleading narratives that sow discord or undermine public trust 
in U.S. government institutions. So that means if I talk about anything that is against what the government is trying to push, any agenda, they're considering that as a terrorism threat. They're considering that as one of those factors that is leading to the heightened threat of domestic terrorism. And so does that mean that we have to be robots and just approve and applaud everything that the government institutions do? That means that we can't question the FDA. We can't question it's uh, now wanting to take 75-plus years to reveal documents that it reviewed in 180 days regarding the approval of the Pfizer injection. So we can't criticize the FDA for wanting to conceal that from the American public for 75 years? Mm -hmm. Does that mean that everything that Fauci says, we have to go along with it and change our view because he does every, what, two days, two weeks, two months, whatever it may be, he's constantly changing his view? Does that mean that we have to go along with the CDC? Well, you need to do quarantining for 14 days, no, 10 days, no, 5 days, no, as long as you you can go back to work even if you still are symptomatic. I mean, that's just nonsense. Does that mean that we don't criticize that, that by saying something that is false or misleading in their view, sowing discord or undermining the public trust of the government institutions, is that a terrorist threat? That's really protected free speech. It sure is, but if they feel like if they keep people fearful, then they can better control them so they don't want anyone speaking against what they're trying to do. Well, and everyone knows the fact-checkers on Facebook that post these uh, fraudulent things that they've checked something Those and they say farce. that it's false or false, <laughs> yeah. false, you know, partly false. Uh, those things are just bogus, where right. they're setting up themselves as the arbiter of truth, and right. they're stifling free speech. Now the government is doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So they also say that any information or opinions that are considered anti-government are considered a threat. They go on to give special or specific key factors contributing to the, quote, current heightened threat environment, close quote. And they involve information regarding COVID-19, mm. including the shot and mask mandates. And listen to this. DHS states, quote, as COVID-19 restrictions continue to decrease nationwide, increased access to commercial and government facilities, and the rising number of mass gatherings could provide increased opportunities for individuals looking to commit acts of violence to do so, often with little or no warning. Meanwhile, COVID-19 mitigation measures, particularly COVID-19 vaccine and mask mandates, have been used by domestic violent extremists to justify violence since 2020 and could continue to inspire these extremists to target government, health care, and academic institutions that they associate with those measures. Yeah, and so I think of these courageous parents that are standing up before school boards on behalf of their children that are being masked or they're trying to put shots in them. They're speaking out for their children because they love and protect their children, and the government is considering them terrorists. Yeah, so, I mean, there's so much packed in what they just said about these specific factors mm -hmm. that they're concerned that now that some of the COVID restrictions are relaxing and more people can actually go out in public and gather together as they used to mm -hmm. do before COVID, that this would create an environment for potential threats. In other words, to operate in con 
conformance with the Constitution of the United States that you have a right to assemble together, right. free speech, that that says it's a threat. But they yet, don't want you. In other words, would they, they would rather have you locked down in your house and in your right. businesses so that you would not be able to go out and protest some of these government draconian policies, particularly as it relates to the COVID vaccine mandates and the masking mandates. Like you said, these parents, we already know, have been targeted by the government for going to the school boards to protest these terrible masking mandates on their children. Right. And now these parents are being targeted. Apparently, they fall in the category of a domestic heightened threat. But yet, Matt, this document doesn't say anything about Antifa, Black Lives Matter. What about the drug cartels that are operating at the open borders where millions of people have already come in since the Biden regime has been in place? I mean, millions, like 20 million, I think, people have come in. They've got drug cartels, traffickers taking children over there. This doesn't talk anything about that. Well, and let me ask you, do you recall any protest against the mandates and mask mandates that turned to violent? Of course not. I don't recall any of that. It's just free speech. That I don't recall none do. of that. People have protested it, right. and rightly so. But what you have are the other, you know, Occupy Portland and all those other things where they literally take over a place in the in the city. They were burning. And they burned out and they push out the police. And yet people like... And there's not a single word mentioned about that. And people like Kamala Harris were encouraging them. And they were encouraging There's not a word mentioned that. No. They also mentioned uh, some other false and misleading narratives about, quote, unsubstantiated election fraud. And the months leading to the upcoming 2022 midterm right. could provide additional opportunities for these extremists and other individuals to call for violence. You know, I don't remember anybody you know, calling for violence. I mean, you have the January 6th situation, but outside of that, you, and, and you- And a lot you, of that was you, uh, behind the scenes things going on. You know, it wasn't these- But these I don't see this. It's incredible, the that. DHS, we have a, a petition that we're sending to them. You can go to lcaction.org, lcaction.org for more information on this issue. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.